Ever since COVID, congregations have drawn down big time to where uh, really they don't have a whole lot going at all. And uh, they're discouraged. Some of them don't have the help that we have here at Lone Mountain. Uh, you know, uh, I was talking to one brother, and he goes, are you preaching Sunday? And I said, well, I could, but I go, uh, I've got one of our preachers preaching for me Sunday morning. Uh, he goes, oh, you got preachers? In your... I said, we've got several preachers. You're blessed. He goes, I don't have anyone. And I said, well, brother, I'm sorry to hear that. He will just pray that the Lord lad, he goes, uh, we know that the world is going to hell in a handbasket, and we have a responsibility to get the gospel to folks before it's too late. And we know that we're at the 11th hour and the 59th minute. And I said, you know what? I believe that. He goes, I do too. I do too. So anyways, I am blessed. I asked Brother Ciro to fill in for me this morning. Uh, Again, uh, Friday was an all day. We didn't get home till after four o'clock, wasn't it? It was delayed. It was delayed yeah, good old Southwest uh, Airlines. But anyways, make a long story short. I'm thankful. I'm not complaining. But uh, yesterday, <laughs> I was just dead tired. It finally caught up to me. We walked how many miles? You think? <laughs> convention center wasn't exactly adjacent to our hotel so we did a lot of walking which i know you're saying well you need to walk i know but uh anyway oh i know had it been hot we would have really been in trouble but anyways uh, i've asked brother Ciro to come and to share what god laid on his heart with us my prayer today is this if you don't know jesus as your personal savior today will be the day that you say yes to Christ and invite him into your heart to save you, okay? Uh, if you're struggling in your walk, my prayer is Holy Spirit will speak to your heart. You'll come to the altar and you'll say, Lord, you got to help me. He will. He doesn't cast us away when we come. And he can fix any problem you and I have. But we just got to give it to him, Okay. So may the Lord speak to your heart, and if there's a need when the altar call or invitation is given, you come. Brother Ciro, yes, sir. Children's Chapel, you're dismissed. Renee, okay, follow Sister Renee. Thank, Thank you, my brother. brother. You. I appreciate you very much. Uh, I also, today, Brother Tucci, he said that we have to wait a little bit to have this honor and privilege to preach to you. And really, it's a, it's a time that I need because it's really so good to be before you. And I pray to God today, the Holy Spirit guide you the what I'm gonna speak today, that maybe you can uh, come forward and give it to the Lord. He's my main prayer. And also, you know, uh, when Brother uh, John asked me, can you fill in? And I say, I always say yes, because it's my duty to do that. 
you will ne ne I will never say no, and especially to preach, I will never, never, never say no. So I say, yeah, but what am I going to preach? I have some, something prepared before, but I say, well, you know, what, what, it, it can be good for us to, you know, preach to you guys. And I say, well, and then I started thinking all week and work. And finally, I came to the conclusion yesterday that what is life? I mean, think about it a little bit. What is life? And you know, uh, in the book of James, we're going to go there, but don't go there yet. Let me give my, my uh, uh, outline first, okay? So what is life? What do you think is life? Because we need to know what is life, right? Well, you, maybe you can say, well, I'm breathing. Um, you know, my heart is beeping. Uh, I mean, you can say a lot of things. I have a lot of problems. Maybe you can say that is life. And let me tell you, it's true. It's life. Problems is life. But also, in the, in the same token, we think about, well, oh, I'm sorry. I need to repeat all this that I say before, okay? <laughs> So now you're now you in big trouble because, oh, my goodness, okay. Good thing they said it I'm barely when I barely started because they, I guess they uh, put it on the clouds and they go all over the place. So I'm going to repeat all that I say. What is life? <laughs> no, but in the serious talking, uh, you know, James... And the book, the whole epistle of James is so good. I don't know if you get a chance, just from chapter 1 to chapter 5, just read it. And you're going to get amazed what he trying to explain to you. And it's the most simple epistle that you can find. And you say, what, the other ones are hard? No, they are not hard. The Bible is not hard. Let me tell you this. It's instructions... Living to you and I before living earth. And it's what the word Bible says, right? So with these, they say, you know, we can say, well, what is life? And I'm going to repeat this a lot. What is life? Because to, uh, in the book of uh, James, and we go there right now, on chapter 4, in verse 13 to 17, it goes this way. Everybody have it? That way you guys can help me to read it, okay? We're going to all read it together. Okay? Ready? Okay, it says, go to now. Ye that say today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas ye now, all together, you got it? Okay, let's read it. Whereas ye now...
Thank you. You are recorded right now, so everybody's going to hear you. You see how beautiful it is? You can sit down. You see how beautiful it is to read the Word of God? I mean, the Word of God, they tell us all the time there is our instruction. You know, you want to know how to take care uh, even business? Just read the Word of God, and God will guide you to be successful in life. This is why I say, well, I'm going to bring this message to you. What is life? You know, here in this occasion, James, he's talking to a rich folk. He's telling them, okay, well, you got everything set up and good and everything, but you forgot one main thing. And you know what this main thing is? They forgot about God. They trying to do everything but themselves. And you know, a lot of times, my brethren, you and I, we forget too about God. And we're trying to do the things according to your own will. No God's will, but your own will. You know, that they bring me to a passage of a scripture that uh, Jesus went to Bethsaida. I don't say it right. Uh, Beth, well, Bethany or Bethsaida. Bethany, and talk to a couple of women there, Mary and Martha. Okay, well, one, she was such in a hurry to do a lot of things, to be, you know, trying to take care of God, and his belly need to be fed. So she was in the kitchen, Doing, I mean, what all women, and thank you guys for doing that for us, because without you, I don't know what we, especially me. I put water on that thing, and uh, the water burned. So I'm not a good cooker, but thank you, ladies, for being, you know, a good cookers. But in this instance, Martha, it was so in a hurry to trying to take care of God. Okay, well, Mary, she was doing something really good. What it was she was doing, and everybody knows this history, what, what she was doing. What? No. No, it was what, what she was doing. Listen to our God. And even uh, Martha, she got all mad, I do believe, right? Because Mary, it was doing nothing according on her eyes. But she was doing the best that you and I, we can do. She was listening to God. And even she say, Martha, Martha, you are troubled. Brothers and sisters, I know life is not easy. Because it's not. And God, when you come to the knowledge of God, as your you, you accept as your personal Savior, Jesus Christ, I always tell uh, the people that come forward and accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, from now on, your life is going to be harder. Yeah. 
Why? Because now you know Jesus, so now the enemy that is the devil, he's going to make your life <laughs> all bad. But if you listen to Jesus, your life is going to be good. But we need to be like Mary and not like Martha. Correct? Okay. You know how important is uh, the time in our life? Because here on this instance, they say they go to say today or tomorrow, so it's time. Correct? How many times do you think that word time is on the Bible? Is 506, I mean, 533 verses in the Bible talk about time. In the particular uh, instance, uh, in the book of Ecclesiastics, in the chapter 3, talk uh, about the word um, time 29 times. So time is important. Brothers and sisters, you and I, we don't get any younger. Amen. <laughs> Thank you. We, we started going to the age, correct? But you know what? It's the best thing in the world if you know Jesus Christ. Now, if you don't know, I'm gonna, you're going to have the chance to come and tell God that you need him. Because really, it's what we need in life. We need God in life. You know, I know that life is no, no easy. I know that everybody here, we have problems. Maybe small, maybe big. But you and I, we have problems. Maybe be financial, maybe big with your family, maybe big with your sons. Maybe be with your daughters, maybe be with your grand-grandsons or your grandsons, but we have problems. And we're trying to call Houston, but Houston don't listen. We have big problems. And here in this instance, James, he's trying to tell to the rich people, hey, 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 wait a minute, everything is fine and dandy like we say, but it's one thing that you forget about. And this thing is the what? Listen what God says, not what you say, because what you say is nothing. I mean, nothing. You, you're trying to do things in your own will. Let me tell you, you don't going to have a success. Now you ask God for help, and I guess What? Don't you think, think about it a little bit. Don't you think that two is better than one? And you know the math of God is so simple. I mean, it is, it's so simple. You think, well, the more, the better. Well, with God, you only need him. You don't need nothing else. And I can prove it to you in the Bible. In one instance, uh, he told uh, a man of God to go to the war. He uh, said, well, I'm going there. 
but I need men. I don't have enough men. And God teach him a lesson, right? Okay, well, he takes so many people and then he come out almost with nothing and win the battle. Think about it, how, what, what, how, how he can do that. How he can do things like that. But you know, that is what is life. Okay. You know, I like what Paul says. Paul says, if God will, I'll be there with you. At the, he's talking to the church of Corinth. If you, is God's will, I'll be there with you. Let me ask you this. How many times you say, if it is God's will, I will do this or I will do that? Most of us humans, we say, oh, no, I'm going to do it. My wife sometimes, she, try, uh, she tells me, and thank God for the wives, they uh, tell us, uh, hey, you forgot about one thing and one really important thing is God. You know, when I came from Mexico to the States, I just came to be rich. And yes, of course, I find riches because I find Jesus Christ. But the second thing, I always say I will go back. But I ask God, God, is your will to, for me to go back? Think about it. Maybe you are in the same boat than me. You are here in Vegas because you come in and have fun. But now you are here. And you ask God, what is your will for me, God? And if you God will is what? What do you think is his will? He come to save the world. So his will is for you to be saved and to be saved today. Because remember, life is like what? Like a vapor. You see it in one time, and the other time, you don't see it. Uh, my dad's from in Mexico. It's a little town up there in Hidalgo. And uh, that, that town is foggy, Brother John. Foggy. You don't see the front of your car. Well, let me put it to you this way. You don't see your nose. It's so foggy it is there. But it's foggy for a period of time. But then, then, vanish. Okay, you know what, my brother and sister? Life is that way. Today, I'm here, and thank you, brother, for uh, giving me this opportunity. But maybe tomorrow, I'm not here. The good part about it, and I say the good part about it, that I have Jesus already in my heart. But what about you? You think about it? You think, what, what about you? You have Jesus in your heart? Maybe, maybe, just maybe, you say, well, brother, I'm too young. Let me tell you, cemeteries are full also of young people. Maybe you say, well, brother, I'm too old. I mean, <laughs> it's no case. I mean, why, why I need Christ? I already passed my life. I live it well. I did this. I did that. Whatever. Let me tell you, if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you'll be in bad shape. 
You think that you are in bad shape right now? Let me tell you this. If you don't accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you'll be in really, really bad shape. This is why here he's telling you, okay, well, whereas in verse 14, you know, for what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanish it away. You know, maybe you are here, you went out, out of the church for a while to do your own thing. But God, he bring you here again. And if he bring you here, it's for a reason. And maybe you are here and... You know, you uh, used to worship another church. Well, you are here for a reason. Maybe God is calling you to this church. I don't know what it is. But that is life too. Also, in Proverbs 27.1 says that don't boast yourself. What that means with that? They don't think that you can do everything you can do. And you say, I don't need nobody. But you, you really do need somebody. It's except to you. Like say, the math of God is really good. Because with him, you can do anything and everything you want with him. If it is his will to do this or do that, he will give it to you. Look, another instance on the same ladies, uh, they, it was, uh, they have a problem. The same ladies that I talk about, Mary and Martha, Okay. They have a problem. What problem they used to have? His brother, he was sick first because everybody here, and especially on our age, we get sick, right? But then the sickness, if you don't take care right your sickness, what happened? We die. And he's sad. But it's life. Remember, life is like a what? Vapor. We see it for a moment, but then then disappear. It's gone. Well, these two ladies, they are friends of uh, uh, Jesus, a really close friend of Jesus. And uh, in John chapter 11, and we don't go there for a matter of time because it's the whole chapter almost, okay? But I'm going to give to you exactly what happened. So Lazarus, he was sick. They called Jesus to come and heal him. But Jesus also 
he was doing God's will too, if you mind, okay? So he don't got no time to go there to take care of business with Lazarus. So Lazarus died. They put him in a tomb. Four days later, Jesus appeared. And he said to, to uh, Mary, he said, he's not dead, he's alive. And you think, I mean, after four days, he is alive? It's kind of hard to understand it, right? But you know what? In the will of God, it's a lot of, time, a lot of things that you can don't understand. I wish I can explain to you how to understand it, but I, 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 I can don't even understand it myself. But there they says that if he uh, is telling uh, Mary, if they believe in me, even if they are dead, they are what? Alive. Wait a minute. Can somebody understand, uh, explain that to me? Because I need, we, we need explanation, correct? But like say again, a lot of times, God don't give you explanations. By faith, you accept it and you receive it. That's it. Okay, well, so they go to the tomb, Brother John. And uh, after four days, can you imagine? How you think? How you think? It? Oh, 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 sister, it, it's nasty there. Only I have one time the opportunity to witness a person that he was dead on one of the apartments that I used to work. Uh, this person died, and nobody knows till the manager. He goes, hey, I don't see him no more. And then we say, well, I'm, me either. Let's go to that room because we have the key to go in. So we're trying to go in, and he locked himself on the, uh, with the latch. And I don't, we don't see it, but we smell. Oh, brother, it wasn't. Oh, no, I even told the, the manager, even if that caused my job, I don't go there to the room because it stinks. So the cops come, open the door, and sure enough, it was somebody there, the man that we are looking for. Okay, well. It stinks there. So after four, day, uh, four days, I mean, stinks. What was the words of the or Lord Jesus Christ? Tell him, Lazarus. Huh? Come on out. He gave the order to pull his robe on him. And brothers and sisters, he went out, and it was alive. Amen. What I'm trying to say to you this, you know, life can maybe bring you a lot of bad things in life. But if you have Jesus, all these bad things are going to be uh, awesome things. You know, he died on the cross. He did it just for you and me, of course. 
any human being in this earth, he want to be saved. But you know, he have to shed his blood. Because without the blood, is no remission of sin. Did you guys remember in the Old Testament how they used to be? They bring the sacrifices to the altar, but the blood, it was for them for a, a, a limited of time. Let's put it that way. But the blood of Jesus now is forever. But it's accept to you and I if we want to accept it or reject it. Maybe you today, you have a problem. You already saved. You have a problem. And you don't know how to resolve the problem. Well, Jesus said, bring it up to me. But you know what, brothers and sisters? When you bring something to him, leave it there. Don't take it with you because you're going to have the same problem again and again and again. We need to do something. If you come to him, just leave it right here, and he will take care of it. But a lot of times, because I did it myself, and sometimes I still doing it myself. This is why I said it to you. Sometimes I say, Lord, help me with this problem. He helped me with the problem, but my problem is still my problem. How that works? We need to Leave it all to him. And brothers and sisters, for us, is the best thing that ever can happen. And then he say here in the or text, he say in verse 15, for that ye ought to say, if the Lord, if the Lord what? You see, he's, a, he, he's teaching you something here. If it is his will, I will do that or this. Now, in verse 16, it says, But now ye rejoice, and your what? All such rejoicing is what? You know, it's hard, us humans, sometimes to notice something, they give to God what is God's. We always trying to say, no, I did it myself. You know the song that was really famous, Frank Sinatra, the song My Way? <laughs> Brothers and sisters, think about it a little bit. Everything that he did, he did it his way. And he was boasting. I have few regrets is what he said, right? I mean, we have few regrets in life, brothers and sisters, today? Of course. Okay? But if you say you did it your way, you boast in yourself, you rejoice, in, and that is what? Evil. So everything you do is for the glory of God. I mean, a lot of times we don't want to do that. But it's what it says right there, right? If you're boasting, it's what? Evil. 
Sometimes we say, oh, I go to the university and win these prizes and this and that. You know, it's good. It's good. God allowed you to do that. That's beautiful. Now, did you teach others about that? Because if you're doing it for yourself, you're boasting. And what is good to you to go to the best university if you boast in yourself? This is why I like what Brother John say a bunch of times here through the pulpit. He say, you know, the president and I, what what you say, brother? The president? He doesn't have anything on me. No. Amen. Amen. And he's what? God. Okay, and to finish it up, this says here, therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and do it not, to him means what? Yes. <sighs> what is good to you, like the John, uh, I forgot the passages, uh, my mind really it's all bad. But, uh, 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 is a young man, they, he say that he's going to construct another silos because uh, he is already in doing good business. And the Lord, he asked him, he asked him, well, what about your soul? If he had asked for your soul today, what is good to you to do all that? So my point today is, what is life? What is life to you? What is life to me? Of course. Remember this. I always said it, and I always going to repeat myself. What I'm preaching to you, I'm preaching to me. And you say, ah, no. I say, yeah. I already passed through that. This is why I'm asking you. And seriously, I'm begging you, if you don't know Jesus... Come and resolve that problem right now. Amen. Because you know what? You can don't tell me if you're going to be alive tomorrow. But one thing for sure is today. Because today is the day of what? Salvation. But it's except to you, it's except to me. Now, maybe you say, but you need to resolve a lot of problems that you have in life. I don't know your problems. And sometimes I wish we know your problems. That way we can help you. But that brings us more problems to us. But I know one that he knows your problems. And he knows it to the till. Because he say, come to me, the ones that are labor." And what? And what he say, brothers? Okay, so what this is? Come. Leave it. Here. And what? You're going to be successful later on. That is life. And well, to conclude, the blood of Jesus is only the way that you can be saved. You know, it's sad to say, but it's many pulpits, they don't teach 
that no more. Because they need to be uh, intelligent in what they preach. But it's no more intelligent thing to know that only the blood of Christ can rescue you. And it's only, only that. We have a hymn that says, only the blood of Jesus. Nothing, nothing but the blood of Jesus. What do you think about life now? I leave it up to you. When you go home, think about life this way. If I tell God, God is going to help me. But if I refuse to tell him, God can don't bless me or can don't uh, help me to recover of something. You know, this is uh, the thing. When uh, drug addicts or alcoholics or any other uh, assembly they, they have in the world, they, uh, they say this, I believe in a higher uh, power. You know, you and I as a Christians, we believe in a higher power too. Maybe you are here today and you need help to resolve your addictions. You know what? It's simple. It's easy. Come and tell him. And he will recover you from all your addictions. Because it's a lot of, even, even, even uh, church members, maybe they have addiction of something else. But we need the help from God. Brothers and sisters, if we don't have the help from him, how we can get help? It's impossible. But it's possible, everything is possible through God. So today, my message to you is this, and I hope you can take it home. That I do my life according to God's will. If not, settle it today. Maybe when the uh, invitation is, is coming, you can settle it here or you can settle it in your house. But settle it today. What is life? What I'm doing with the life that God has provided me all this time? Think about it a little bit. In this epistle, he was saying to the rich men, you go here, you go there, you go, uh, you know, making business, making progress, gain a lot of money, but it's what, what is good to you. If you, we don't do according what God called you and called me to do. Let's pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day. Thank you, Father, for all that you've given us. And thank you, Father, also for your precious Son, Jesus Christ, that came to this earth to save us. Thank you, Father, and 
If it's anyone here, they don't know you as your personal Savior, Father. Let be today the day of salvation. Maybe somebody here, member of the church, maybe is looking for a church, Father. Just guide them, that your Holy Spirit guide them. Thank you, Father, for all that you do for us. In the name of all the names, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen.